Well, good morning, everyone, everyone at home watching and uh, praying with us. My friends, our uh, reading, the setting for the gospel is the Last Supper, and Jesus is, as we can understand, is uh, leaving, and he's saying goodbye to his friends, and as he's doing that, uh, he's instructing them. Uh, most people do that, even when a parent leaves, even for a weekend, instructs the children about what they will and will not do, and uh, uh, oftentimes uh, when a new Archbishop comes, and the former one is maybe reassigned. He does the same thing, and uh, pastors do the same thing. And so, my friends, a number of times during the Last Supper, Christ uh, spoke uh, to his friends, his disciples, his apostles, and he used uh, all kinds of phrases, and he referred to many things. But in our gospel today, he said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And uh, uh, when he said that, uh, he was not necessarily referring to the Ten Commandments. That's not what he was talking about. He was talking as if it was not the commandments, the Ten, that he was necessarily referring to. But what was he talking about when he said, if you keep my commandments, uh, that is the one who loves me. Our Gospels provide clues as to the answer to this. Um, there one finds certain do's and don'ts uh, that Jesus spoke about and. Um, they are more like guidelines, I suppose, uh, for his followers. And uh, perhaps better said, Jesus is giving us a new spirit, uh, new values and new attitudes uh, towards God uh, and towards our neighbors and toward life itself. And within this context, then, uh, let's take a look at the do's and the don'ts uh, as gleaned from the Gospels. And Jesus put forth these don'ts. Do not return evil for evil. And that is what we are hearing in the second reading. Even though people badmouth you, uh, fear not. Huh? So he said, do not return evil for evil. Nothing is achieved by retaliation except to pile on darkness upon darkness. He said, do not judge your neighbor. No one can know all the facts in any particular circumstance except for God himself. Therefore, leave judgment to God. Do not condemn your friend, your neighbor. This follows from the last. If you are not to pass judgment on another, neither are you to pass sentence on that person either. Do not be overcome by worry about such things in the world. Do not become worried about what you shall eat and what you shall drink and what clothes you shall have and wear, as if these were the most important things in life. Make it first concern to live a life worthy as a daughter or son of the living God. The rest will fall into place. Do not look back once you have decided to follow Jesus Christ. As once you have made what you are sure is a right decision in life, go forward trusting God. Clearly, Jesus told us this often, do not give up hope. When times are challenging, keep trusting in our Lord and in his Father. Remember, you are worth more than thousands of sparrows, Jesus once said. Now, how about the do's? Do let the light of your goodness shine before people, that they may give glory to your Father in heaven. In doing so, you will help others find the way to the Father. You will not be a distraction to them. And therefore, your Father will be glorified. Jesus told us to love our enemies. 
to be kind to those who do not like us or who may have been unkind to us. It is very difficult, but by grace we are able to achieve this. And if we do this, Jesus said, you will be salt and light for the earth. Probably paramount in all that he said was, forgive those who have caused you harm. Forgive those who have sinned against you. Then you have no need to fear regarding your own sins before the Father, for you have forgiven others. And Jesus said, then my Father will forgive you. God will forgive your sins. See that your hearts and minds are kept clean. Then your thoughts, words, and deeds will follow likewise. Jesus said, love one another the way that he has loved us then all will know that you are disciples of him. Jesus said, take this bread and eat it. Take this cup and drink it. Do this in memory of me. In the Eucharistic banquet, you will find the nourishment you need to live as his disciples. Food of the Holy Eucharist gives us strength to do his word and to live as his disciples. As the scripture tells us, Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit. When we are weak, we must pray and ask the Spirit for more grace and guidance. The Spirit comforts us in times of sorrow, enlightens us in times of darkness and confusion, and makes us courageous and strong in times of weakness. Many creator spiritu. Love one another as I have loved you, says Jesus. He said, this sums it all up. My friends, all through the history of the church, God has always been with us. One of the other key points in our gospel, Jesus said, I will not leave you orphans. God has always been present to us, first in the person of Jesus, and then in the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we have much to be grateful for indeed, and much to do to show our gratitude. So let us truly live as disciples of Jesus. And as the second reading tells us, always be ready to give explanation. It didn't say always give ready to give condemnation. It didn't say always be ready to have a fight. It said always be ready to give explanation, to testify to anyone who asks you for the reason for your hope. Not only explanation by word, but by the very testimony of your lives lived according to the gospels with gentleness and reverence. For we cannot truly call ourselves disciples of Jesus Christ if we do not listen to his words and make a sincere effort to live by them each day. One would not be much of a Christian if one does not try to live as Jesus taught and commanded. And we really have no excuses. For Jesus sends us the help we need to love, to believe, and to live as he himself lived while he walked on the earth. My friends, I want to thank you um, for responding uh, to the annual Catholic appeal. Uh, we are off to a modest start. Um, we are being asked to uh, um, collect together. Uh, again, remember the annual Catholic appeal is the main funding for the whole archdiocese, for all the ministries. And our share at St. Nicholas in Gig Harbor is 180,000. And I believe we achieved 20,000 so far. 
So it's modest. <laughs> But I'm sure that you will pray about it and make your uh, prayers um, turn into action. Uh, pray for the success of the Animal Catholic Appeal. Uh, give as you can, of course, please. You may do this online. Uh, you can drop off your donation, uh, if you will, uh, to the parish office, uh, even though you can't come close to them. <laughs> and I thank you also for uh, taking good care of our parish in this time, too, by keeping up your stewardship of treasure with us. Uh, many of you have been stopping by and um, turning in your stewardship. It allows the parish to continue its ministries, and we have been. Uh, we're learning this new uh, way of doing things, uh, brothers and sisters. Um, my friends, um, yesterday I went grocery shopping for the first time in two weeks. Uh, I forgot my mask. <laughs> uh, but it was wonderful to go into Safeway, and even though uh, folks are wearing masks and I can't really recognize them because it seems like it's been so long, uh, folks from their distance said hello to me. Father, hello, it's good to see you. And uh, what a joy it was uh, to, uh, to go grocery shopping <laughs> and to see so many of you out and about uh, and living. And so know of my prayers for you. I look forward to that time when uh, we will be back together within this holy sacred space. But until that time, know of my prayers. Know that I love you. Know that God loves you. Go and testify to this love. Have joy in all things. Do not be overcome by the world and all that it can throw at us. Amen. Alleluia. And again, I thank you uh, for helping to keep the parish running with your gifts of stewardship.